0: Episode 222 of the Bevan James Isles Show, an episode with personal trainer, Natasha Sanguinetti. team welcome along to episode uh, what two hundred and twenty-two of the Bevan James. I'll show you a fortnightly podcast on the behaviours that create a lifetime love of exercise, so you can get all the benefits that come alongside it. Really excited about today's show. Actually, uh, there's a personal trainer at my gym called Natasha Stanguinetti and she is a real star in the game. She's um, I, I just I've watched her career and she's kind of become you know for young females or females in general at the gym very much the kind of top personal trainer and she just specializes in helping young females or, or females not just young females but females in general Um but I, I've watched her career and what I like about her is that she you can just tell she understands the importance of health and fitness and the bigger picture and we're Maybe we shouldn't be putting all our focus, and let's be honest, in this kind of Instagram world we live in, uh, for a lot of young females, that's a problem. And so, to have a role model like Natasha, you know, guiding people towards growth in really healthy ways, not just physically but mentally as well, is a really, you know, she's just playing an important role in her community. And so, I was kind of just thinking, I'd love to get her on a show just because it's not really a market that I play with, it's not really, you know, I'm not really looking after. Uh, that market, it's um, as much as I do deal with a lot of females. My running group, um, that kind of younger female market is not something I did, and it was kind of cool. She came around to my house because she obviously lives in my city, and uh, and we kind of started talking about female stuff, but then we kind of just went all over the place, which could often happen when you have a conversation with me. Uh, and it's just some really cool insight from uh, you know. Nets, I think, maybe just under 30, so she's a very wise soul for her age, and um, so I just, yeah, it's a really great interview. So I'm not actually going to spend much time talking before today because... Nat and I end up speaking for like an hour 10. So I thought I'd just kind of do a really quick intro and get straight into the interviews. But before I do, I just want to say a big thank you to the patrons of the show. Now, if you want to become a patron of the show, go to bevanjamesisles.com, go to podcast, go to support me, and then go through the patron process. When you do, you get a cool looking Bevan James Isles show nickname, and these people are some of the people who have done that in the past. We've got Laura Do-A-Lot, Pfeiffer. We've got Marie. Uh, Sound of Glory, Antoinette, we've got Dave, Soup, oh, Super Smasher, Samuel, we've got Jen, Mindfeeder, Pelopel. we've got Martin, the Assassin Kelly, and we've got Arija, the cool name, <laughs> there we go, so if you want to become a patron of chogi you call your cool James Owls show nickname, go to bevanjamesowls.com, click on support, or go podcast, support me, and then go through the process. What happens is each time I deliver a show, you donate a little bit of your hard-earned money my way. Anyway, I'm going to get straight into my interview with Nat. Here she is right now. I've got Natasha now. I, I, I've just asked her her first name. And I'm going to get her name. to say oh, it I'm oh, sorry <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So what's what's the last name? How do you say it?
1: Sanguinetti
0: yeah, There you go It's a cool last name Did you, you Did you struggle learning to spell it when you were a kid?
1: No, I didn't struggle But everybody else does oh, okay. Like I, I kind of give my driver's license
0: oh, To people really, yeah, You know just, when you like, sign up to yeah. stuff I'm like, here you go Just, just take t- it Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, I would struggle I struggle with my name But I'm not a good speller Anyway, welcome Aww. to the show welcome Thank to the show. you Hey, so, uh, you know you're You're a very kind of popular and successful personal trainer at my local gym Wow, um, thank you You are uh, And one thing that you seem to be really good at is helping young females and I thought it would just be really cool to get you on your show just to show some insight and some um, an overview of some of the things that they face and some of the problems you see and some insight you've got on yeah. people growing So I suppose maybe a good place to start is what are the biggest concerns or hurdles you see for health and fitness for young young female adults?
1: Uh. There's so many, yeah, <laughs> there's yeah. so many. Um, but the couple that probably come to mind are the quick fixes that are targeted to women, to young women. So, you know, like the fat burners, the eight-week challenges. Yeah. I mean, that, there's a huge market out there where companies just give you like the eight-week, the six-week, and then just, you know, the before and after photos, that kind of stuff yeah. that really feed into... Uh, if I if I want to look good, I can do it fast, or I can take fat burners, and that's how it's going to happen. Yeah. But the reality is, the the probability of these people putting or these girls putting the weight back on afterwards is really high. It's something like ninety yeah. percent. When you yeah. do it that quickly, it's so high. So you know they buy into that, especially because it's it's really um, it speaks to this to their pain really. Yeah. yeah. So that's probably the. So it's what's the pain one. of that
0: generation? Like, I don't know. We were stereotyping here, but yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, I would say the pain, or well, you know, social media, right? Yeah. So you've got social media, I'm old. Instagram. <laughs> I do yeah, know. yeah. <laughs> You're massive on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> You're an influencer. <laughs> um, so like, say Instagram. You have these people with followers and the ability to edit all their photos. Yeah. So what we used to see on the media, like the magazines or on TV, when we we're younger, or when you were younger. Is what these girls see every single day on social media. And anybody can edit their photos. Mm. And I'm not saying like people make themselves look smaller, but you can quite easily have the right lighting and put a preset on that makes you look, I don't know, a different kind of. um, You know, one puts an ugly photo
0: on, do they? Yeah, no, they don't. And
1: they'll always put the best photo. Yeah, Yeah. So it just gives them the perfection all the time this is how i should be looking so i think it's yeah that's probably the biggest issue it's so the biggest it's, pain so and
0: the biggest pain is so so it tends to be and, and look like, like i'm body talking, image yeah. yeah so it, it is images is the thing yeah that everyone yeah wants. and
1: it probably it's probably been around for a long long time yeah. but i feel like it's it's worse now because we see it all the time on our phones you know so, the minute you wake up yeah and the minute you go to sleep, yeah, people are feeding it all day, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so, so
0: how do you manage that? Like you know, if a uh, you know a young female comes to you and um, is looking to really focus on image.
1: Yeah, which is predominantly why- What you get. They'll, yeah, they'll come see me because they want to get toned. Okay. That's probably the, the most common goal. Wow. Yeah, Yeah, mostly it would be, I want to get toned. And they don't really know what that means, they just mean I just want to look at this girl on Instagram okay. pretty much. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the way I deal with it is I, I just take the long approach. Yep. You know, like I'll I'll listen to them and I mean, i only see them once a week. But I'll every single week speak to them, you know, and speak to them about where that comes from, um, their pains, and then slowly try and shift away from the body image goal, you know, and then kind of show them what they can do in the gym and how cool it is to be able to lift this amount or to be able to do push-ups on your toes. Yeah. And then you can see, and then that kind of means that they fall in love with fitness. Really. They're doing it for, for another reason other than body image. Yeah. And yeah, so that's how I manage it. But it's a long, long road. Yeah.
0: What about the kind of the, the, the bigger problems, like the disorders? Do you see much of that? Yes. Oh, really? A lot. A yeah. lot, really.
1: Yeah, and I do refer out. Yeah. Um, depending on where it's at. Yeah. Um, but yeah, all the time. Really. All the time. Yeah. Wow. It's honestly, it's it's a massive issue. Yeah. What? what
0: yeah, like, how do we fix that? You know, like it's such an interesting discussion, isn't it? Because it's it's that's mental health stuff that gets to the air, isn't yeah, it? Yeah.
1: So that's why it's out of my field, really. All yeah. I do is kind of support them and try and definitely normalize talking about it. But I I have made a rule that I just don't comment on people's body. Yeah. You know, so especially girls, because even say if you say, oh wow, your legs are looking great you don't really know what's going on in the background and maybe she's been starving herself for the last two weeks and you've just kind of reinforced the fact that yeah, that's okay. a good thing that yeah. she's been doing that because her legs are looking good from yeah. it, you know? So, I mean, there's not a way to fix it, but there's just, I think, changing the way we, we speak to, to young females, the way we compliment them, maybe, um, not commenting on their bodies, commenting on what they can do and how strong they, they maybe look yeah. or, um, you know, Behaviors, yeah, behaviors, yeah, yeah. yeah. But there's there's no way to fix it. I think it's just supporting and normalizing talking about it.
0: Do you feel pressure yourself?
1: Pressure myself, yeah, an
0: image, you know, like you're you're an instructor, role model, you know, like, yeah,
1: definitely. Yeah, Yeah, and how do you manage it
0: within yourself?
1: Uh, I think it used to be, I used to feel a lot more pressure in my early days yep. of being in the fitness industry as opposed to now. But it just kind of, it depends on how you're feeling and on the day. I would say I focus a lot more on performance. Yeah. Yeah. And especially being, you know, like the national team for yep. these Mills, I always try and be at the top of my game for performance yep. because, you know, you kind of expected to be really good yeah. at fitness Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I focus on performance, but I'm definitely focused on, I do want to look good, definitely, yeah, and yeah. I do feel the pressure, but I just stay on top of, of myself. You know, like if I find that maybe I've got some bad self-talk one day, I'm quite aware of it. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't really let myself go in a deep rabbit hole about it, you just snap out of it, but that takes time.
0: And what helps you through that moment?
1: That moment... Maybe talking about it with my partner, you see, yep. yeah, yeah. Maybe talking about it, or even with Jess, yep. my friend, yeah. yeah. Um, but it doesn't normally last very long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's, it's it's What about how,
0: you know? Because also for your business, you need to have social media presence. Yes. Yeah. So then you know, in a world where we're so you know we can kind of do damage just by trying to sell an image, how do you how do you want to represent yourself, or how do you try to represent yourself within that?
1: On social media, yeah, because you know, because it's a sales mechanism, isn't it? Yeah, oh, for you sure. Know? Like yeah, it's um, I go for strong. Okay. Yeah, yes, yeah. So I tend to post. Well, I guess because my page is very fitness yeah. orientated, which business? Try, yeah, it's my business. Yeah, yeah. So you know, I'll post uh, workouts where I'm pushing to my limits. So I'm, yep. you know, lifting heavy weights for me. Yeah, so I try and portray strength. Yeah, and just kind of like. Freedom of just of just moving your body you know like just doing doing what you want to do like you know my workouts aren't really like oh you must do 25 reps of this exercise otherwise yep. you will never get yeah. those results you know I kind of just work just and this the same very organic with how I'm feeling on the day like when I post my workouts it's just I've felt like you know working my hamstrings and glutes today where I felt like you know, or doing explosive stuff. I wanted to do some tuck jumps and plyo push-ups, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, What got you into
0: fitness originally?
1: Uh, when I was in high school, so what got me into group fitness was when I was in high school, we had, like, a licensee club. Oh, did you? Yeah, we did, oh. so I did the classes. I did combat and pump,
0: Where where, where were you based?
1: In Gisborne. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, the more you know. Yeah, so I got into that, but I wasn't... Because I moved from France, France isn't really huge in sports, especially at school. Which is really interesting because I, I find it
0: fascinating. Because it's such an amazing sporting nation.
1: It is. Yeah. But I Look, in New Zealand, though. Yeah, well, New Zealand, I we think, rock as well. I do think yeah, we are. Yeah, we're, we're very better. active. We, but, but they win the soccer world cup. They, you know, yeah. they, you know, like they win soccer's the, massive. Yeah, okay. Guys, every guy there <laughs> plays football. <laughs> plays football. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah soccer is massive. But for girls, like all I did was I did ballet. And I did martial arts purely because my brother did it. and okay. none of my friends did But it's not like arts. real active nation as such. No, it's not. Okay. And it's Whereas here not it is. a huge focus at school either. Yep. Yeah. So when I moved to New Zealand, you know, there's everyone's playing sports. Yeah. Everyone's playing netball, volleyball yeah. or soccer. So I got into it, but I was never amazing at it. So that's why I kind of found group fitness yep. and thought, that's my thing, you okay. know, because I don't have to be amazing at it. I can just exercise that way. Yeah. So that's probably how I got into it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then No then real
1: inspirational story <laughs> behind no, it. No, but then you obviously
0: became an instructor.
1: I did in Wellington. Oh, did yeah. you just
0: teach there first?
1: Yeah, I, I didn't did. Know I didn't know for yet. like a year. Not for long. For like yeah. a year. Yeah. I, I had, like, you know how Wellington has the Round the Bays yep. run? Yeah. And. I don't know if they still do that, but you got like 15 free sessions at East Mills to get fit for the run. And I had no intentions of doing the run. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I ran, but not like 15Ks or whatever. I just wanted it for the classes. And I did, yeah, a few classes and then, you know, got asked if I would like to audition. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) So, what were you here? This is totally. (laughs) What were you in Christchurch? I'm going to be personal
1: here. I moved down to Christchurch for work because. I worked in construction,
0: so I was oh, a project okay. manager for a few years. Yeah, yeah. So earthquakes and all that. Yeah. So, so let's go back <laughs> to fitness. <laughs> uh, that's how we roll. Um, what's the key to creating change, particularly for your your market? You know, like you know, because to me, it's that. I always think my measure is: do I create change? Yeah. You know, and it's that, and anything I do is because I try to put myself out there and it will be as someone who's trying to help others, and so the real result is: do people get the result? You know, for me, or do they get yeah. the change? Uh, and uh, what what do you think when you see those people who actually come make a change? What are the factors that they have?
1: Consistency. Yeah. Yeah. Consistency. So, do you mean people that succeed? Yeah. In maybe someone that who's like someone
0: who's like if you get a new client who's struggling with yeah. exercise or not exercising at all. Yeah. What? you yeah, What? What gets them to that point where you know they're going to be exercising for a long term?
1: When they don't need me to come into the gym and what creates that consistency and
0: what creates consistency time oh really
1: (laughs) yeah it takes time and it depends on the person but yeah when you see when i see a client coming in on their own accord and doing the workouts and taking space in, like, the weights area on their own without me because I only train females. Yeah. That's when I do know. Do you only train females? Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. I do. I do. I'm not sexist. No. <laughs> but, no, I just I just wanted to be good at one thing okay. and focus on that. Yeah. 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 And I think, yeah, anyway, yeah, that's my target market. And <laughs> so, well, no, no, you your
0: market. So consistency and, and getting them into that habit of making sure they turn up all the time.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, consistency and time. Yep. And once they've got that confidence, that's when you know that they're going to be in it for the long run. And when you can see that they're, you know, when when you have to tell them to slow down or stop because say they've been sick or they've been, they're overtrained, that's when you know, okay, yeah. you're fine. sick take restate, <laughs> you know? It's yeah. they're, they're kind of like a pendulum. They go the other way. But yeah, that's when you know, that's when I know this person's going to be fine without me. What are the
0: problems that are unique to females that I wouldn't know? Like, obviously, like period and stuff like that. But, but you know, like, what are some things that I wouldn't even consider because I don't, like, I do work with females in my running business, but not in a one on one one-on-one way.
1: Mm. I mean, you probably know this, but like, the pressure of looking a certain way. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny because the... it's interesting.
0: Like, I go look at my mum's generation, and uh, my mum's 60 ish, mm. uh, and it, 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 she speaks an image. You know, she will often make a judgment on someone based on their image. Yeah. You know, and yeah. it's nothing against my mum. It's just a new no, n- generation. The same. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: You know, like commenting, like I said, yeah, she's looking really good on someone's body. Yeah. yeah, like oh, they look great. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. 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 Or she's
1: looking skinny. Yeah, you know, and skinny is like a big no word. Yeah, don't say that word to you know. Oh really? Well, yeah, you shouldn't. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, well, just because, oh, as like a, okay, I said, yeah, yeah. you know, like, oh, you're looking skinny. Yeah. You could be encouraging an eating disorder for, you know. Yeah. And normally when that's going on, it's very much behind the scenes. You wouldn't know about it, you know, unless it's quite obvious. Yeah. Like that change. Yeah. How do you address
0: that? Because, like, for example, at the gym there is a girl who I'm pretty sure is anorexic. Mm. Um And as a group fitness instructor, I don't really have that relationship. You know what I mean? I'm not sure what my role is. But as a PT, it's a bit more of a personalised relationship.
1: Yeah, so how do I address it as a PT? Yeah. Asking questions, you know, like, and trying to get kind of the red flags. Just asking questions about, you know, what's for dinner tonight? You know, and generally you would... You pick it up quite quickly when someone's got yeah. an eating disorder, well, and some very obvious, obviously. And sometimes it's sometimes it's very top level um, behaviours, you know, like they don't necessarily have an eating disorder, but they just have some kind of habits that aren't very healthy, like yeah. say binging, yeah. you know. But like they just might binge now and then. I'll just ask questions and then just try and create an environment where they can speak about it, Because yep. it's so confidential, I would never tell anybody else, of course. So they, but do you ever do you ever say?
0: I'm concerned like uh, do you do you bring it do you front foot it?
1: I wouldn't say it in those words, yep. but I would kind of frame it in the sense that like do you think that's worrying okay are you like are you worried with how you know how this habit is happening all the time now yeah. you know and you know and that's how you kind of get it out of them, yeah, yeah, yeah. like have you ever talked about it with with a professional with anybody? Um, and then I might just refer them to somebody. Yeah. yeah. Which I've done quite a few times. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It blows my mind away. It does. Yeah. yeah. It's And sometimes you've got no idea, and like it's not super obvious, yeah. and they do. Yeah. They do. Yeah. And it's when you create that environment where they can speak about it that I think is really powerful because then that's you're just your go to unbiased person because you know when you speak about it to your say your sister or your mum, they're going to be quite protective over yeah. you and they're going to be like just stop doing that please yeah. just stop doing that yeah. you know and it's like well it's not that easy but then I kind of I try and create an environment where they can speak about it but also make it quite light-hearted yep. you know like I wouldn't um I don't want to make it too serious and you know you've got to stop doing that or you're gonna you know you're gonna Spiral mm. downhill. You just make it quite lighthearted, so they can speak about it. And so you're it's trying just to create a, a trusting thing. environment for them, yeah, where yeah, they can and it's free just to, a normal express. Thing to talk about. Yeah, okay.
0: yeah. And and the people who you do pass on, do you do they have much success?
1: Yes. Because it's a journey. They do. Yeah, they do. Yeah. yeah, 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 they do. Out of, I mean, I don't really have percentages, but I probably, no, actually, I would say all of my clients, who have or have had like past clients, yep. eating disorders. Seem to be doing well.
0: Yeah,
1: I think m- half the time it's just you need to speak to somebody about it.
0: Yeah, and well, and I think it's of, I think it's really yeah. important as well because I interviewed a guy a while ago and he he made a good point. Is that you know we nowadays we live in a kind of um, there's a lot more discussion around opening up. Yeah. you know opening yeah. up to your world and you know we get all this you'll be you know open up to a friend kind of advertising kind of stuff and and it's a really good thing because what what they're saying is you know don't hold stuff in and you know look for support and stuff but this guy was kind of saying well that's true but most people actually don't have skills you know what I mean oh
1: you mean like when somebody does open up yeah because because you know like and, yeah. but what
0: I love what you're doing is you're saying I understand my role and my role is to when I see there's a problem, point them in the right direction. Oh, and, yeah. You know, and I think a lot of people, you know, we look, we're, we're all problem solvers. You know, yeah. we're, we're all good at, when someone says there's a problem, we, we're all good at thinking of solutions. Mm-hmm. And that can be a problem because actually they need proper support. And, yeah, and you know, professional. Yeah, and yeah. professional by trained people who know yeah. what they're doing. And
1: I don't know what I don't know either. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, so I I don't know, I don't I haven't studied nutrition or yeah. psychology. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, there's no way. And I don't want that kind of responsibility. Like I yeah. want it to be, I know they're in good hands. She's getting looked after and I can just look after her, her fitness and she's got a friend to speak to about it, yeah. you know, how this week is going. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't want that kind of responsibility because I'm not qualified at all. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and,
0: but I just think it's an important message for everybody because, you yeah, know, okay. if people do come to us and open up, the, the, probably the best thing as you say is just be an ear be an ear and yeah be well, an ear yeah. and yeah. point yeah. you know and point towards people who can actually really help yeah uh you know because it is you know a lot of problems are re- you know they need proper help don't they especially yeah. stuff like eating disorders that's right yeah. yeah and
1: then after you know after a while of doing that you've got people you can a you network. know you've got names yeah. that you know it's they've done a really good job with your client you know like you'll have like a a bit of a book of professionals that you can refer to yeah
0: yeah so what about what about just okay we'll move on from that but what about just what do you think the key is to helping people kind of find that healthy lifestyle
1: don't try and do it quickly
0: yeah that's yeah. the problem isn't it. i was reading a really interesting marketing book recently yeah and they're talking about um it was a really interesting concept they talk about value mm. and value is getting people paid more for something so um if you want to get people to pay more for something first of all you have to show them the dream result so what's the ultimate yeah. then you have to show your credibility of getting the dream result
1: yeah
0: then what you need to do is you need to show that you can get it quickly mm. so <laughs> there you go yeah and <laughs> then everywhere. what you, and then what you need to do is you need to show that you can get it easily yeah. So if you can show someone, and they did this really sexy. good analogy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And they, what was that? Was it It's sexy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And what they did, they did this really good example because they said, fitness is really hard, hard area to make millions in. And this, this guy was trying to sell million dollar products. Yeah. And he said, fitness is really hard to sell million dollar products in because you can get the dream result and you might have lots of credibility and helping lots of people, but it takes a long time and it's not easy. That's right. And he said, so, you know, for someone to sell a fitness product worth 7,000 bucks, it's really hard to do. Mm. Liposuction, you get the dream result by a professional who's credible. Happens straight away, and it's easy. Yeah. You know, so trying to compete against that. Yeah. But the problem is, it's almost like a cat, you know, like the problem is, that's how you've almost got to sell fitness because the market rewards. That's right. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, but that's actually what you can't, like as you say, it's not good for people to actually take that stuff on.
1: That's right. And it's not on trend to say, hey – come train with me and in about two years time you're (laughs) going to be so confident and 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 you'll have have to sustain it forever and yeah 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 and for the you know you're going to have such great bone health and your heart like no one cares about their bone health and heart especially when they're young they're like I don't care I just want a six pack tomorrow (laughs) you know yeah so that's not sexy to say in two years you're going to feel so good about yourself you're you know you're you're um you're laying a foundation for a good life yeah yeah yeah, that's not sexy at all (laughs) they just want eight weeks or tomorrow so then how do we
0: help them shift their perspective you know like
1: yeah i mean you've got the and i don't want to name brands obviously but you've got so many big brands and businesses out there that do exactly what that guy's yeah you know yeah just we forty five. You are gonna yeah. <laughs> <Right, laughs> <Yeah. yeah. laughs> there you go. Yeah, where they have that kind of culture. Six where week challenge. Six week challenge and before after photos and then after the challenge you put it back on if not more and then the only way for you to really look the way you did when you finished that challenge is we did it again. Yeah. And to be really restrictive. Yeah. And overtrain.
0: Yeah.
1: Those two. But yeah, when you say those, I mean. People know. People know. They're not stupid. Yeah, They're But just, they do, But are stupid because they respond to yeah. it. You
0: know but what I mean? Look, like, we do know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just really interesting because they know but they still respond to it.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, that baffles me But because it, if it's a big enough pain to them, yeah. you know, like say they've always been bigger or they've always been, they used to be bullied about their legs yeah. or their arms or something, that's going to, that's gonna hopefully take away that pain in eight weeks, which it won't. Yeah, no, it won't, or in it might weeks. for a moment. Yeah, but then as soon as you, you know, like yeah, 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 totally, soon as they you fall have back. like a yeah. blowout that weekend. Yeah. it's like oh my goodness, and well, then it all goes downhill. And the fascinating
0: thing is, what's the damage? Because you know, if you if you do like a new forty-five to twelve-week challenge or whatever yeah. the product is, um, you know, if you stick to one hundred percent, you are going to get results. Yeah, you will. Um, but they're not sustainable. No. So then the damage is. I see myself as a failure after the fact.
1: Yeah, so they're setting them for failure. Yeah, yeah totally. Predominantly, they're doing that.
0: And scouring them, because then scarring the self-identity them, is. Yeah, yeah. That,
1: but also, every time that you lose weight yeah, you muscle mass. Yeah. and you lose muscle mass, every time you do that and you put it back on, it's harder to lose it again. Mm. And I think that's what people don't realize. That's why when you know people have got a history of eating disorders – it's really hard every single time to lose that weight again. Yeah. And that's just science. Yeah. Yeah. And that's so sad because you're you're not only setting them up for failure, but also for like a lifelong failure. Because yeah, yeah like identity, but also their bodies. Yeah. Yeah. It's really unhealthy.
0: Yeah. So how do we change that? <laughs>
1: Honestly, if you have the answer, let me know. Because <laughs> the way the way I approach it, I try I just try and be as real and open about it you know when i speak about it on social media or to my clients or boot camps or whatever or even our podcast i try and just make that the 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 sustainable thing make that the sexy trend yeah you know and I'm not, I can't do it on my own. And a lot of fitness professionals out there are doing it too. But yeah. these are the big brands that are louder than us. Yeah.
0: Well, I think the thing is, as well is, because I've, I've, I've always, thought, always thought, and I'll never get around to doing it, but I always sort of making a weight loss product. Yeah. Um, but it would be, problem is it would be a year journey, you know, because yeah. my, my approach would be, you know, let's say you eat five times a day, or whatever, literally it would literally spend a month on each meal. Yeah, and, and around that meal, you'd be cr- you figure out the formula of foods and all the rest of it. There might be some calorie reduction in there, mm. um, but actually, you're also just learning the habits of a perfect meal. The habits, is yeah, right. yeah, and, and then also the psychology of each meal, yeah, and then just live. And then after a month, you know what your breakfast, yeah, and you know how. To, and then okay, let's work on that. That's quite a cool idea. Yeah, yeah, and you might start off, you know, like you might just go. At first approaches. is uh, you're going to reduce calories by a little bit, and then you might start looking at your micros and macros and all that yeah. kind of, um, but you
1: couldn't sell like, it no because it's a year yeah yeah <laughs> so you're telling me yeah. in 2022 yeah i'll look the way i want to look there's no way i think it's a really funny.
0: interesting thing because like i've people know i've written this book but one thing i talk about in my book is and maybe it's something for people listening to this if you identify them, what we're talking about is change your measures and what i mean by that so in my book the first chapter is you're going to learn to prioritize exercise Mm -hmm. You know, nothing's going to change until you prioritize exercise. Yeah. You know, and that's the difference between you and I and someone who's not exercising, is we wake up and we go, when am I going to exercise today? Yeah. You know, and so, and anyone who has a habit, they've got that prioritization. Yeah. And so in my book, I'm trying to, what I'm trying to do in the book is layer experiences that teach them important lessons. So the first layer is you've just got to put in your day. You know, you know. Slot it in. Yeah. Yeah. and, And so I kind of, I have a challenge for the four weeks, you do three exercise sessions over that week. and But I have some rules, and the, so one of the rules is, like, the exercise has to seem stupidly easy. Because I'm not actually – don't, I don't actually care about the exercise. Yeah, it's you know? just
1: the fact that they've put it in. Exactly. Yeah. And so, like,
0: I put – if you want to do a five-minute walk, that's – you know. Yeah, yeah. But the other thing I say in it is you're not allowed to judge the exercise. Because
1: – So as in I didn't – it's that like, was too easy.
0: Yeah, yeah, or that was too easy, or I'm not gonna get fitter, okay. or I'm not I'm not gonna lose I like weight. That. Because we're not focusing on exercise at the moment, we're focusing on behavior on of behavior, prioritization. Yeah. And so the only thing we should measure is did you get out the door? And what I've tried to do within it is I've tried to the the expectation's so easy they can't fail. So it's like I like literally say, um, you know, if you think it's gonna be a little bit hard, go easy in that you Mm. know and so literally a five minute walk that's a win because it's just that learning to prioritise but but that key thing of what are you measuring and the problem for a lot of people is they measure weight
1: that's right you know and that's right and if we can focus if we can shift the focus to measuring behaviour change the weights that you're lifting yeah (laughs) totally yeah you know or your habits to plan food that's right you know like and
0: so you're actually you know because I'm always thinking what's the behaviours that create the change you want yeah and so then if well let's be honest most people lose weight if they plan their food well yeah you know like that's you know and recording as much as everyone hates doing a food diary yeah that's true it works so if you want to lose weight one thing you could measure is did i plan my food every day this week Mm. you know but you know instead of going am i losing weight because if we can go and guarantee that we get the measurement happening there's a higher chance, chance you'll get the outcome you ultimately desire. Yeah. You know. So how do we shift the measurement?
1: Yeah. And but the other thing with you know like you say it's effective to track weight mm. or to track sorry food what you're eating in a day. But then what I see in some of my clients it's is a obsessive. Yeah. Yeah. So they'll go obsessively into it and then they'll they might um, burn out or whatever and have a big binge. So for, and I think it's just different for everybody. Some people can track, and some people can you know count calories, but some people definitely should stay away from it, yeah, and just go with going with how they feel and yeah. just seeing those red flags when they pop up, yeah, you know, like oh, I'm feeling anxious, all I want to do is eat a whole packet of chips, okay, just hold on a minute, wait, think about it, maybe have some water, and just kind of acknowledge that this is happening, yeah, yeah, so for people like that can't calorie count or or be too, plan out their food too much, and I you know? think On
0: top of that is, um, understand the real problem. Yeah. So like, you know, yes. the, the chip yeah. one. Okay, well, the real problem is you haven't developed healthy tools of dealing with high stress. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because when you, it's like the person who gives up smoking. What's really interesting about the person who gives up smoking is they go back to it when they're stressed. Yes. You know what I mean? It's, right. it's high stress or drinking for some reason. Um, yeah. But, you know, they've experienced a high stress moment and what do they do? They go back to, to smoking. And, and the reason is, is because the way they've de-stressed in the past is to have smoke. And so they take away the behavior of smoking, mm. but then they don't replace it with a better way of dealing with stress. Yeah, that's a good you point. You know what I mean? And yeah. so it's like if, for the person who's eating the bag of chips because life is, they're emotionally stressed, well, the real problem you're trying to solve is how to actually inject better ways to deal with stress. Yeah. More healthier ways, and
1: yeah, so that's just going much deeper than just a packet of chips. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. You know, it's
0: not just about going don't eat the chips. It's like okay, okay, maybe going for a walk, maybe ringing a friend, maybe it's doing a workout, maybe it's doing something creative. You yeah, know, like dealing it's, with the stress in a different way. Yeah, in a healthy way that doesn't come at a cost. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and I guess that's what the professionals would help them with. Yeah, totally. Yeah, because I'm sure you you know we can tell them that, but then in that moment in time. It's like, I don't really give yeah. a shit about your... your yeah. Diff- yeah. I just want that packet of chips because yeah. I want that quick... I just want to feel good right now.
0: Yeah, but what's the cost of that, day? Eh? Like, what's the cost of a bad decision? You know, yeah. like I was speaking to one of my runners the other morning and uh, they come along to a morning session It was pretty crappy weather day. And they said, I came because I knew I'd feel guilty or day if I didn't. Mm. You know, and that cost of not coming would have cost you a whole day. Yeah. You know, and it's it. point, yeah. You know, like yeah. it's... When we make poor decisions... Even though it might give us a m- relief moment, often it's way more expensive well, afterwards. Well, it's
1: just, yeah, it's just like exercise because you will feel so much better afterwards. Yeah. And that's what you and I sell, I guess, in fitness. You how, know? Do, how do you manage looking after
0: yourself? Because in our game, it's very giving mm, oh, and, and, so much, and yeah. heaps of energy out. Yeah. How do you look after yourself?
1: Um, downtime. Yeah. Yeah, downtime. And I like to just work out. Myself, yeah, yeah. So, like you know, in group fitness classes, the workout is for yeah. the members, yep. even though you do the workout yourself. I like to just go to the gym, so I've got another membership at another gym, so yep. I like to leave the gym yep. and just do my own workout or go for a run back in the day when I could run, but I'm getting back into it. <laughs> um, or just go for what we're just downtime, yeah. And, and outside
0: of exercise, what are the other ways you have downtime?
1: Uh, Netflix. Okay, so just, just chilling. <laughs> Read a book. Yeah, yeah, just chilling. Yeah. 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 Or yeah. downtime with friends and family. Yeah. Yeah. I love, love that. How do you manage
0: the expectation? Because I remember years ago, uh, I was going up for a girl called Annalise, and mm. at the gym, a girl came up to me, and she was, I don't know, she wasn't being needy, but she was just asking stuff of me. Um, <laughs> needy she alert, red no, flag. no, no, no. <laughs> it actually wasn't. She was just asking stuff of me, and and I kind of, Offered a solution, but didn't offer much more. Yeah. And um, and the reason was was that people in our position, lots of people want us. Yes. You know what I mean? And lots of people. Yeah. and and afterwards, my girlfriend was a little bit harsh on me. She was like, why didn't you offer to provide more for her? And right. I was kind of like, well, kind of, if I did that all the time, I'd just be consumed by it. Totally. And so I kind of have to look after my own boundaries. Um, and it's not that I don't do, so, like I do plenty of that anyway. But yeah. so how do you manage the... The want of your, the need of your time and you know what I mean like how do you yeah, manage it yourself? I think
1: I'm quite strict like like you say, you know when you've got uh, members or just people mm. instructors, people in general in the gym coming up to you for help or solutions, I think I try and be strict with the amount of time that I give just because my job is all about time really. Yeah. So if I and I'll and I'll kind of assess how important this is. You know, like if I've got a client who is having a really bad day and I can tell they need more of my time, more than what they've paid for, yeah. then I'll try and work around my schedule and see if I can give it to them. Yeah. So it might be just that I need to follow up with them that afternoon or something like that. But I try and be selfish with my time, especially with, depending on what it is, you know, sometimes it will just be, in my mind it will just be, okay, I'll, like you say, like I'll just give them a quick solution, but I don't... I don't really need to spend more time on this. Yeah, because otherwise you're just empty. Yeah, totally empty yeah. all the yeah. time. Because you're in the game. Selfish. Yeah. You yeah. Do. Well, is it, but is
0: it selfish or is it boundaries?
1: Boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. You have to set boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty. I'm pretty strict with the hours that I train people because I could. I could work a lot more all day every day. Yeah. But I'm so strict with. I don't go past a time each day. Yeah. Don't work weekends. In terms of like one-on-one PT yep. time, yep. yeah.
0: And why is it valuable?
1: Why is that valuable? I mean, it's boundaries. Because so many people, so and in our game so many, so many
0: people are good at saying yes because they're desperate. Yeah. You know, and I, I know you're a, you're a very successful personal trainer, so you know you're always gonna have clients there. But you know, it seems like you've always been pretty on top of your boundaries.
1: Yeah, I guess I, this. I haven't. I've never burnt out PTing, but yep. I've burnt out. In other areas, like when I was project managing, I was PTing before and after work for like maybe like a year or six months to a year. So that was too much. But I'm pretty good at seeing when, you know, when you're tired all the time and those kind of signs, like feeling anxious or not feeling hungry or, you know, things are just. Yeah. So I just set boundaries. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Well, yeah, yeah,
0: I'm a big believer in that. Because the thing is, you don't, if you don't have your own boundaries, you can't be a good version of yourself.
1: That's so true. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, if, I'm, if I was tired and grumpy every day, I would just say, yeah. go away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I don't want to be that person. Yeah, yeah you want to have time for people. Yeah. yeah, So that
0: self-management's good for you and for your world. Yeah. Yeah. What, 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 what's the key to being a good group fitness instructor?
1: A good group fitness instructor? Yeah. Sounds cliche, but be yourself. Yeah, because you can very easily copy others, but it looks so fake yeah. and sounds so fake. Yeah. yeah. And uh, at the beginning of any grip fitness instructor journey, they're not going to be themselves because mm. they're going to be thinking be in their own head, thinking about the next rep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And what am I going to yeah, say they're just next? Yeah. doing the skills, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. But when you're, I think, when when someone is truly themselves on stage, whether they're quirky, funny, yeah. or, you know, when they show that that's when they're really good yeah what do you th-
0: what, what do you th- should somebody look for in a group fitness instructor
1: maybe someone who's not too self-involved
0: yeah Yeah.
1: because <laughs> you know like it's an you know when people think about instructing or when they want to be an instructor they kind of think yeah it'd be cool being on stage like i'd be the cool dude yeah, yeah. and i might get more followers or yeah. be more popular so, you know, that's a little, yeah, I think someone that's, that's, that cares about the people in front of them.
0: What should someone look for in a good PT? You know, oh, because it's like.
1: Someone that, yeah, you a PT that doesn't, if you, if a PT is telling you to do any extremes, like go on a keto diet yeah. or you must work out seven days a week, any kind of extremes, I think is a red flag. Okay. Yeah.
0: But 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 <laughs> that's an interesting one, isn't it? Because because I'm sure everyone's asking you about keto diet at the moment. Oh, well, it's probably last oh, week now. But yeah, 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 yeah. So then I
1: have clients on it. Yeah, yeah.
0: And how do you deal with that?
1: Ah, uh, they tell me I support them, and yeah. I tell them my views on it. Yep. But I always support them. I say, you know what? If if you feel like you need to try this out, because the thing is, I I can't say don't do yeah, it. It's yeah. not good for you or whatever. Yeah they they probably will do it anyway or they'll maybe just go and do it on their own you know so i'd rather just support them through it and then just make sure they they're healthy through it but i'll just give them you know the red flags yep you know like how's your energy levels today so that's one thing
0: that's a red flag is if they're pushing you to extremes
1: yes what what are some
0: things the good things that you should look for in a pt uh
1: great question I mean,
0: (laughs) why do you think you're a good PT? I've got a lot of empathy. Okay.
1: Yeah. I care about people a lot. So I've got, I think that's my main thing. I've got so much empathy. So I can relate to people well and I can speak to them without any judgment. Yeah. So I think that's why people stick with me or go with me. (laughs) Well, no, I (laughs) I don't know. You can tell me. (laughs) Well, no, I think,
0: as you said, you're very natural, you're very you. Yeah. You know, like you're, you're, you're very, the thing about you is you're very comfortable in your own skin. Yes. And I think that's, in some ways, it's kind of a role model thing. That yeah. I think a lot of people want that in their life. And so yeah. they, they see you and they see, um, you know, they see that you're somebody who's confident and, and content. And as much as it's a fitness journey, a lot of people wanting that as a part of a fitness journey.
1: Yeah. Maybe even without knowing it. Yeah, totally. It just looks appealing because yeah. you're happy. Yeah. And you're, because I was speaking to a couple of girls before
0: CX a, few, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Um, And they'd seen you do, uh, uh, for people who were listening overseas in lockdown, and we did some online classes on yeah. Facebook. And they said, oh, that task girl, she was just so really cool, I just want to come to a class. Oh Yeah. And it was just that kind of, your natural kind yeah. of state. Yeah. You know, it's, 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 a, nice. it's uh, you're very friendly, but you're also just very comfortable in yourself. Yeah. You know, and I think. Do you
1: know what, no one's ever said that to me, I don't oh, think. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't, I never thought of it like that. I've I see, always I, see I think
0: see, to me that's your greatest strength.
1: That I'm very comfortable. Yeah, yeah. you just you just you just know yourself. Wow, thank you. Yeah. because yeah. Like, I, I do one of, I do one of your
0: classes every week. Um Yeah, I love having you there. Well you you're your great instructor. <laughs> but uh, the thing that's so you're just so naturally yourself. Yeah. And you said before what does it take to be a good group you said be yourself, but there's you're just um yeah, you're just someone who's you, you know when you meet in life, you know when you meet the competent person? Yeah. You know, I always think if you're going to get someone on your team, get the competent person. And there's just a knowingness about that person. Yeah. You know, and knowingness, not in a cocky, arrogant way. It's just a self-assuredness of I'm happy in me. Yeah. And um, well, hopefully you are within yourself, but, yeah, yeah. you know, and it, but, well, you are because it's represented in but how you present.
1: you can pre- tell when somebody isn't. Yeah, right? totally. Yeah. yeah. And
0: most people are struggling with themselves. Yeah. You know, and so, you know, when we, and I love what you do, because, you know, that's what I wanted to get on here today, is that what you promote is the real value of exercise. Yeah. You know, and sure, like, we all like looking good. And I like that, I, like, I like having an athletic look. Yeah. And, if I didn't, I'd probably still want to maintain it, so I'd work at it. But I have an athletic look because I like movement. Yeah. Um, but fundamentally, you know, I think people like us, we're trying to sell something more than image. You know, we're trying to sell growth. We're trying to, you know, all that other stuff. And, yeah, I just yeah, think, exactly. you know, yeah. you, you nail that.
1: Well, we don't have any six-week challenges, do we? No, no, no. <laughs> like extreme challenges. Yeah, in, no, in, in no, no. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Yeah, well, that's very that's very good to know. And I think, you know, when I first started instructing, I definitely wasn't as comfortable as I am now. Mm. But I was so young. Yeah. You know, like I I can't remember how old I was. I might have been 19 yeah. or maybe 20. Back in Wellington. Yeah. <laughs> Back in Wellington. Yeah, so I was so young. So I wasn't, I definitely wasn't as comfortable in my skin. But Okay,
0: here's I, the question. Why are you comfortable in your skin?
1: Oh, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I feel, I feel confident that i'm gonna be okay i don't know that's such a <laughs> i've never been asked this before that's actually a
0: really interesting answer because what you see is yeah, trust
1: yeah yeah so yeah i've got trust yeah i've got trust in myself that you know it's gonna be all right yeah. you know we're going to lock down tomorrow it's gonna be okay yeah or uh, <laughs> i think i've i think i've always been quite a stable person
0: yep. yeah yeah well, what's made you a stable person I don't mustn't go you can't deep, mate.
1: I don't know. Like I feel like, you know, I've and my friends always say this. I'm always very very stable. Like I don't really have like some huge, huge, huge highs and huge lows, you know, yeah. like a I'm not that emotional that I have like when they come and see me they know what they're gonna get. Yeah. And same with like say when I like say drink alcohol, yeah I kind of know when to not go crazy, yeah, you know. Yeah, I don't know why. I think. Did you have great parents? Well, I had my parents separated when I was really young, too much. So I've only really had my mum. Okay. Yeah, but my I guess because we had a, because you know we moved when I was young and we did we weren't super. And so your great-ish. father was never really around. No. Okay. No. Yeah. And we weren't very wealthy. I think I kind of quite quickly thought, okay, I want to have life in control and have. Okay enough money and yep. you know so I yeah. think that's why I kind of like if you compare me and Essie my partner
0: yeah
1: he's much more
0: I've got a free spirit yeah free yeah.
1: spirit spend money you yep. know emotional that's just his personality whereas I'm much more I want to have security and make sure I've got enough money in my bank account in yep. case there's the rainy, day. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. rainy day yeah
0: COVID. yeah
1: yeah and I think that's probably why we work really well together but I I'm very yeah I'm very stable and I guess because my childhood wasn't like it's not like we were really rich. Yeah, we um we moved a lot. You know, like we. But did you
0: feel unconditional love?
1: Oh, from my mum, yes, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Always had so so much love and care from my mum. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: It's just interesting, isn't it? Because I think go away, I go deep, but I think a lot of people are deep deeply looking for that. Yeah. You know, and you know your self assuredness because I think when I look at you and I'm making assess- assessments here, but. There's, there's an under you know you know you're loved yeah which is a really important thing yeah um you know yourself yeah so you know what's important to you so you don't seem to fall away from that um yeah. and then you know you've got good tools to manage yourself
1: yeah and it could be like going back to my mum it could be that I've always she's always being very open you know like if you don't feel good just be open about okay. it so she's taught you some
0: really good tools around yeah managing I think
1: yourself. so yeah which I'm so grateful for because obviously I've got so many friends or people that I know that haven't had that kind of support yeah but yeah just always very um, safe environment to have a shitty day yeah <laughs> and not feel good yeah you know yeah yeah
0: which is great tools to teach kids yeah yeah
1: yeah rather than just don't speak about it yeah I don't want to know yeah Unless you're having a good day yeah 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 it is interesting
0: because it is that you know again going back to the thing i think that's probably the most attractive well, um, there's lots of attractive things about you but the most attractive things for a lot of people is that she's so comfortable in herself mm. you know and
1: yeah i never i really never thought of it like that at yeah. all yeah so that's been a revelation for me well, uh, yeah. <laughs> thank you bevan <laughs> well
0: but in, in understanding the why you know because ultimately i think a lot of people want that that, you know, is, and is because to me it's trust that is that thing of
1: trust in yourself. Yeah. And, and yeah. it was funny. I was doing
0: a talk I'm, I'm, for our runners. I've started doing a goal setting session yeah. and, I, and I did a really in depth goal setting session with them on Sunday. And I was talking about, you know, any area of your life you're confident you have trust. Yeah. You know, like, so you know, and I talked yeah. about because like last year, this year I had my back operation and I wasn't worried about putting on weight. Now mm. I normally exercise eight to 12, 15 hours a week. I couldn't exercise at all. I wasn't worried about putting on weight. And why is that? That's because
1: amazing.
0: I, yeah, but well, because I trust I can manage weight.
1: Yeah. I, can, I
0: trust I can manage diet. Like, I just ate a little bit less. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it wasn't, it wasn't a rock. It was. I just know in this area of my life, I'll never be the overweight guy, even if mm-hmm. I can't exercise, because I know I can manage diet as well. Yeah. Um, and so it's that. And to me, and I was saying in the session, I was saying, you know, like, to me, in any area you have confidence or self-assuredness, you have trust. And trust is, I look at tomorrow and I know I can still sustain today. Yeah. You know, whereas yeah. I think a lot of people have that, what if I lose this? Or doubt, or or can't sustain this. You yeah, know.
1: or like with lockdown, losing the gym. How yeah. am I going to work out? Oh, yeah. I'll be fine at home. Yeah, totally. <laughs> you can do it at home. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. 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 I do remember speaking to you when you were maybe about to have your surgery and you were so chill yeah. about it. and I you know was what's funny? Like, it's I was amazing. telling someone about this
0: recently because... Um, people would go up to Joe and they'd say, "Has everything been long?" And she go, "No, it's fine." And I really was. And they yeah. go, "No, but really, you know?" Because they thought I'd be struggling, <laughs> yeah. you know. And it's, he can't be because yeah. he's not jumping around. Yeah, because he's pack. so you're so dependent on exercise, and, uh, and yeah, it is. To me, it's just all about learning to be a great self manager, yeah, and then building trust in those areas. Yeah, you know? that's
1: yeah, that's amazing because I I had not. A injury like yours but you know yeah you, you've been quite limited exercise, you, but, yeah, yeah so I couldn't exercise at all yeah and I definitely wasn't as okay with it as you were yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah but I learned so much from it so what did you learn that it's okay like I didn't put on weight yeah. and that there's so many I mean I always knew that there's so many other ways I can move my body without using my hip, although that's pretty challenging. Yeah, I gotta tell is, you, it's pretty fun to be. But you know, I got really creative. It's a with lot that. of bicep curls. So, <laughs> so and it, did, you, did you see <laughs> my yeah, guns? So, yeah, Steroids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the, that I was fine and I could move my body in other ways, in creative ways. And now it's October, and you know I looked after it really well and I was fine. But I always knew that I would be okay with doing the rehab yeah. and following those kind of rules or the you know yeah so. and so you're able to stay wise
0: in that time and what i mean by that, because often insecurity makes us stupid yeah. you know what i mean oh, yeah. so you know so we get <laughs> to that place where shit if i can't exercise what does that mean and so then suddenly you might rush your recovery you know like it's that kind of
1: yeah, I definitely didn't rush my recovery. Yeah, okay. I just, because I just put my faith in so you the again, professionals. You? Yeah, yeah, like my physio and my sports doctor, because they know better. I did do a lot of research of for myself yeah. as well, but I, I just followed my physio to a T. Like, if you said it, do it three times a day, I did it three yeah, times a day. Because yeah. I was so keen to get back at that same level, Yeah, you know, and yeah. you were probably the yeah, same. same. Yeah, because yeah. you want to go back to being able to teach your class at the maximum level. Yeah, totally. Yeah.
0: My thing was minimise damage so I can get yeah. back as quick as possible. And then yeah. get back as quick as possible is kind of my thinking. Um, what is the struggle for you? In general? Yeah, but just, you know, like, you know, because I think – I ask this to everyone, but it's that thing of – we're very lucky because we get to stand in front of people and support them. Yeah. And and sometimes and, – and, and also, if you're on stage, you're a better person. And I don't mean that's true, but we get put on a pedestal. Yeah, we You do. know what I mean? And yeah. and we're just people. We've all got our flaws. And I always think it's important that we share, you know, as much as you want to. But, yeah. you know, because we can get people to think we're almost like perfect, which is far from true. But
1: uh, Struggle. I definitely work too much. And I, I said I've got boundaries. But when it comes to, like, projects that we've got going on, I just want to do them now. Yep. Yeah, and and finish them now. Yep. Like, I'll be, like, at 8 o'clock to easy like should we do with then? and he's like not now <laughs> i'm like winding down and i'm like oh yeah it's true sorry do it tomorrow so you
0: switch off at times
1: yeah so yeah i definitely struggle to switch off so i'm good at setting boundaries in terms of one-on-one time and yep. energy that i that i give to people but i do so much work in in the background okay. and i don't really switch off much. and why just because i really want to succeed like i really want it to go well whatever the project is, I yeah. really want it to, to do really well. And I think I, I definitely, because I'm a details person, I think of all the little different details. And so they all need to be crossed off? Yeah, yeah. So where's your strength, your weakness? I'd say my weakness, if I was to compare myself to Essie, because obviously we do business together, is that he's a lot better at looking at the big picture.
0: No, no, what I mean by that is where's your strength? So, so one of my greatest strengths is my ability to work hard. Okay. So like piano.
1: Yeah. Not many oh, yeah, people. You play, don't you? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Cool. I'm in a band. Got an album coming out. Yeah, it's very yeah.
0: So my approach to piano, I've worked really hard at piano. Mm. But I haven't done the wisest pathway. Because okay. my strength was almost my weakness, because hard work I thought was the key. Whereas actually I I should have been a much better planner on my strategy. Looking back now, if I went back inside a piano now, I would do it completely different to how I've gone about doing it. And so often we go into something with the strength mm. that's made us create a lot of success for us in the past. Yeah. But actually can create with some weakness or make us not see things that you know that you you're blinded by your strength.
1: Yeah, so that's what I mean with like not seeing the bigger picture. Okay. Like sometimes okay. like I'll just be so um vision focus okay. that i can't really see stuff on the outside and i'll be working so hard at it and then and then i might look back and be like oh no that was awful and i think like that that actually won't work uh, you know what i mean yeah okay so i need to yeah so sometimes i find if i've got
0: so just, vision, once you see a target you're going i'm going to it i
1: just go for it yeah uh-huh. and, and i think i struggle to to step back yeah and that that's what i've realize because EC will just be like what the hell you've just spent eight hours on this yeah. <laughs> and it's gonna go nowhere you know <laughs> and i'm like yeah but if it did yeah it would have been boom down it would have been amazing yeah so i definitely struggle to see the big picture i'm t- i'm sometimes i'm too stuck on the details details that might not matter yeah okay yeah yeah yeah
0: and how do how do you get better at not doing that
1: I guess when you're aware of it, you try and remind yourself of it. Yeah. Yeah. And I do remind myself of it. And as much as possible, try and, and think of, is this like, am I, am I wasting my time here? You know? Yeah. Yeah, And I'm definitely not perfect because I do, I do, when I see, you know, I like lists, I like to make a list and I like to make a plan. Yeah, of course. And then I and then I'll just I might just go for it and not really think of the other factors, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah.
0: What, what What makes a good team player? Because you're interesting. Because it, it, the gym, you're a PT. Yeah. Which is kind of your own a world, but then you know you're also with a team of PTs. And you and Essie seem to be very good at kind of being a part of a team.
1: Yeah, uh, being a good team player is, I think, the ability to adapt and communicate differently to people i mean that's more like manager kind of stuff but you know like i find you know when you've got different personalities if you want to work well in a team and with each person you need to be able to communicate accordingly to each person
0: yeah
1: yeah because everyone's so different yeah so if you know someone is particularly emotional and they don't really want to and i mean i think i learned this from project management but you don't really want to hit them with, "Hey, give me this." You'll be like, "Hey, how are you going today?" Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it kind of
0: goes back to your empathy thing. Empathy, yeah, yeah, so yeah. And empat- I
1: think, and I think, yeah, because I've got such high empathy, I think I'm good at adapting how I speak to people.
0: Yeah. So you can understand the needs of the different people, and then
1: yeah, try to anyway. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure I read it wrong sometimes. Well, we all do. You know, <laughs> yeah.
0: communication is a very complicated thing, isn't it? Yeah. Um. Yeah. What would you say to somebody who's not exercising, and they're trying to get into it?
1: They're trying to get into it but they're not exercising. Start really small, kinda of like what you said. Yeah. yeah, start small and don't set don't set high expectations because that's how you're gonna set yourself for failure. Yeah. Cause you know, like the F forty-five, not to bag the, this
0: company. We can bag that we we can can okay, that's yeah. good.
1: Um you know, they set expectations that you're going to eat a really low amount of calories. And exercise a really high amount. And if you don't do those two things together, you're not going to get to your goal. Mm. When it's not true, right? That's just the quick game. Yeah. But yeah, just start really, really small and be consistent with that small thing. Like mm. you said, like going for a walk, do that and again and yeah. then do it again. Yeah. And then do it again. And then your consistency thing. Yeah.
0: Um, what about when someone's thriving? Because. Another thing, concept I came up from my book uh, <laughs> is there's kind of four types of exercises. There's the the non exerciser, yeah. The yo-yo, so it comes yes, and goes. Yeah. Um, the habit, but no results.
1: Oh, interesting. You know, we see a lot at the gym, don't we? Yeah. You know,
0: and then yeah. the thriver. Yeah. And the thriver is someone who's getting all the good stuff from exercise. You know, they're growing, they're developing. The expanding themselves they're probably getting results they desire you know and so you know the journey the journey of my book is trying to get them from at least the nothing to the habit um yeah. but ultimately trying to get them to the thriver yeah. and thriver for the long term um, what do you think creates the thriver
1: probably confidence in themselves yeah yeah confidence in themselves and like what we just said trust in yourself yeah yeah because that's when you truly thrive yeah yeah so when you've yeah like you say you've got those four but when you start you've got consistency and then you become more confident yeah and then you are more comfortable in that kind of exercise environment and then you're more yourself
0: yeah yeah i also think stretching growing you no, know, when you well, not not flexibility.
1: Oh, straight. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. You know,
0: because when you think of any area of your life when you've been thriving, it often comes with a new possibility. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like when you think of any area, it might be when you were studying or when you were doing exercise or when like me with music. You know, like recently I've tried to become a live performer and I was a really incompetent live performer. Cool. And yeah, and and I'm, I'm I'm getting better and I'm getting to that point where I've still got a long way to go, but. Um. I, I, I now people are commenting on my stage presence right. in a positive way. Whereas if you watch me early on, I was just a dead guy. So
1: you're doing live performances? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where do you do that?
0: Oh, local pubs and stuff.
1: Can yeah. I come? Yeah, well, <laughs> where, where the album's
0: coming out. The album's coming the out. The
1: album? Who yeah. Are you?
0: Yeah, yeah, wow. I, I, you know what? I said, don't die off the music, a new thing. You know, I'm, I'm, I'll always be the guy who does the thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's cool. You know, like, it's like, why not? Yeah. You know, someone's going to do it. Why not be me? Yeah. You know, so I'm lucky I have that within me, but, um, but more importantly, you know, this this is the, the being a live musician has been the most challenging thing I've probably done in the last ten years of my life, mm. and and it's not that like I haven't done challenging workouts or challenging. But
1: you'll you'll be you'll have no pre- no't it, it doesn't really? transfer at because there's a performance.
0: Yeah, but the difference is I'm not a very great mu- musician. Okay. So I'm going into an area where I don't feel very competent with my skills. True. So I'm very self aware. Yeah. so I'm, I'm going back to being a beginner instructor yeah you know what yeah. i mean and so if you watch me when i first performed i was literally sh- my hands are shaking like you wouldn't believe and no it, way oh you like seriously head down the whole time i'm just I like don't this,
1: think i've ever seen you yeah yeah this yeah but that's what's so good for me yeah
0: because you know and we'll probably perform maybe 15 16 times now now i'm i'm dancing i'm expressing i'm wow you know i'm suddenly but but i've had to challenge myself And, and I'm videoing yeah. You know I'm doing all that Kind of gross stuff But then Yeah That moment of Oh man I'm growing You know And th- that possibility and That's comes. when you're thriving Yeah totally yeah. And, and I don't know If the exercise can give that To me much nowadays You know Well but, no I think you've Yeah because we know it so it well <laughs> and, it's, and it's not that I can't Have exercise <laughs> challenges But in that way you know, where you're just shit scared.
1: No, you've just gone completely different industry and yeah, different everything. Yeah. Like I remember yeah. we had
0: a gig a few months, well, I've talked about this on the show, but we had a gig maybe a couple months ago. And it was the first time, we, like we'd done a few open mics, we had a couple featured sets. So you kind of, when you do open mics, you can be a featured band, so you get to play for 40 minutes and that means you're yeah. the... But then we got the first gig where we were probably playing, I think we even got paid, and we turned up for the sound check, and all, there was four bands and they were rock stars. And, and, and we're doing our sound check. I'm, oh, my God, I'm so nervous. And, you know, when, you, you know, like, we're driving to the, I'm driving, to, you know, for the next four hours until we played, I'm just shitting myself. Like, you know. Oh,
1: that's when you start instructing. Oh, and, and as I'm
0: driving to the venue, I'm hoping I have a car crash. You know what I mean? Like, it's <laughs> literally, you you want, you want an excuse because you're so afraid of that yeah. moment. But. But that's when you're alive. But you
1: but you, you want that excuse but you know in the back of your mind Yeah you to work there's gonna through be it. such amazing growth.
0: Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah,
1: and that's what And I don't even I, I probably wasn't even
0: that great that night. But wait,
1: how long ago are we speaking? Like it's not like when you were
0: No, this was like in the last couple of months.
1: Wow Yeah, totally.
0: But to me that like, those are the moments you're gonna win.
1: Yeah. Those are the
0: moments you've got to stand up to. Because it's like if I wanna because my goal was to be in a live performing band with a fan base who loves that music. Well, I'm never gonna get there if I can't get on stage. Yeah. You know, and so I've got to go through those tough moments. Now, it was the experience was probably in the last three or four songs I felt comfortable, but yeah. we played for maybe 50 minutes, so the first four or five I was a total disaster. But my playing was good enough. It wasn't great. But if you, that's where you thrive is working through those moments. You know, yeah. and yeah. you know, and so when we go back to exercise, it's like how do we create conditions where people have that more often?
1: Where they can thrive, yeah. Yeah, and where
0: they do that growth and they do that possibility thing, and
1: but you would get that a lot with your runners, I'm sure. Oh, totally. Yeah, 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 yeah. totally.
0: But then we get the problem where we get the, and that's why I started doing these goal setting sessions because yeah. we get the problem of they get to the habit place, so they. So how do you push them? And yeah. and and it's funny because as a business, habit place good enough for the business because they're yeah. going to pay to keep coming, but I'm not happy with that as a business owner. Because that yeah, makes you different, yeah. Yeah, because our experience is they come into the gap to five, it's all that, it's all thriving, because they're just discovering shit about themselves, you know. Yeah. And then we get to run 10Ks and that same thing. And then, so pretty much from, from the five right through to the half marathon, they just have this like year and a half of just growth. Cool. Yeah, and yeah. they're thriving. And then they'll come back and do the second half marathon, and then it kind of deflates. And that's when, yeah, yeah. that's when it, there's not really that
1: thrilling. Yeah, yeah. And, and, so, and they've got
0: a good habit, and it's good for our business because they keep turning up. Yeah. But... I want to keep them in the thrive place. So
1: that's when you get them to set new
0: goals. Well, that's why I've started bringing this goal-setting session in. Right. Because okay. I want to use each time they come to us as a chance to evolve them into a higher person. Yeah. So it might be in the next two months, here's where you want to actually develop yourself. And you're going to use running as a caveat for that. But it might it might even be your nutrition, but, mm. but you got, you're going to use this running period and we're going to do some goal-setting and some accountability around it. Because, you know, at the gym we just see so many habit people. They're really good at turning up, but they don't actually create change.
1: No, but they just do the same thing.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, they just yeah.
1: do the same. Wow, the amount of members I've seen they yeah. just do the same. And, and and
0: on a big scale which, thing, it's better than nothing. Which is works, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: because they're, you know. They're, it's still good for their health. They're moving their body, yeah. that's right, yeah. But I'd be so bored. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You'd be so bored. Well, that's probably one thing to
0: talk about is you need to invest. Yeah. You know, and us fitness professionals talk about that, but. Yeah. You know, like, if you want to make change, you've got to invest in a good PT, don't you?
1: Well, not ev- not even that anything that will make you move or change or set new goals or grow, like you yeah. say, like you know, there's plenty of fitness apps out there. I do think you'll never be able to change.
0: What's your thoughts on the apps? What's that? What's your thoughts on apps?
1: Um, yeah, nothing wrong with them. We for a while we thought about putting one together, but there's there's so many out there. I feel yeah. like it's just a market we don't really want to tap into just yet. But we might we might one day. But I mean, you're never gonna get. It's just like you know when people do Les Mills on demand, they do classes at home. Yeah. You're never really gonna replace that live feeling of coming into the class yeah. and getting that kind of feeling. Yeah. But it's it's a good substitute if you say don't have the money or the means or the time. Yeah. It's similar with PTs versus an app. You've got the app, and you know, I'm um, PTs are always worried about that taking over, our, our Business, industry, and yeah. our career. But really, you. You're never going to you're never going to replace that one on one no and there's online training, like I train some people online, and that works really well too, but not as well as no. in person, yeah, yeah, yeah it's no. never the same. yeah, I totally
0: yeah. agree because an app's a prescription, but it, it does so much more than a prescription, mm-hmm. like an extra workout yeah, but that's pe- right yeah, know, yeah
1: yeah, yeah, that's right, so it's not really prescribed to you yeah, yeah. and also
0: a workout's more than just a prescription. You Know it's motivation, it's empathy, it's you know, yeah, challenge. You never
1: push yourself as hard no. on your own. No, you can't, you just can't. And it's That's funny because right. I
0: always try, I, I, I'm a half hearted weights trainer. You know, you'll see me <laughs> occasionally in, in the weights room. Yeah, now then. And uh, and the one thing I just can't, and it's just because my timetable is hard, is I can't commit to a training partner, mm. you know. And because I used to when I started in weights and I always had a training partner, and he was a rock star training partner because we just always had that expectation of we're going to push each other hard. Cool. It was yeah. never, it was never, oh, you can take it easy today. It was always like, I'm going to push you hard because I know you'll do the same for me. Yeah. Um, and so we're really good training partners. And I just loved weights in those days, whereas I don't have the love weights now because I just can't push myself.
1: What happened to that person?
0: Oh, just life went different directions. Aww. but, um, And that's cool, you yeah. know, but, but, you know, like. It's,
1: it is really helpful. That's why I love when people come in with a training buddy. Yeah. You know, they they train together, and especially girls. Like I train a lot of peers together. do you? Together, so many because they they end up because you know when it's scary going onto the gym floor, especially you, the unisex yeah. gym floor. Yeah. So a lot of girls. Talk about that. Was that? Talk about that. Yeah, a lot of girls will stay in the women's gym for a really long time and never venture out. Really. Yeah. So my I do gotta get it,
0: but because it can be pretty gorgy.
1: Yeah, it can. And my mission for a long time has been to but, really try and bring them to that space because they yep. they deserve just as much to yeah. be in that space. And I understand sometimes it's so scary, especially when there's just men everywhere just lifting really <laughs> big weights and some of them might be a little bit creepy as yeah. well. It's just building confidence to own that space. So when they're together, when two girls are together, you know, I mean, you're you're always better in a team than on yeah. your own, right? So you yeah. can stand up for yourself. Not that you're having arguments on the yeah. gym floor, but yeah. you can like stand own proud space. with someone else, yeah. rather than be on your own,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. So that's been my mission for a long time, and I, my clients, I always try, and a lot of them had never been on the on the wow. main gym floor, yeah. Wow. And it's just kind of bringing them out slowly. And a lot of them, for a while, they will only go on the gym floor with me, and then after a while, they'll just Pick go on their own slowly because yeah. they know how to use the machines, they know how to where everything is. Because I think the scary thing for people is going onto the gym floor and looking like they don't know what they're doing. Yeah, okay. So it's like, oh God, I don't know where this... Smith machine is, oh God, I'll I'll, I'll just leave. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Screw okay. it, I'll just go. Panic. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or they'll just revert to the cardio machines. That's yeah. a very much, you know, I know that's stereotyping, but females are more likely to feel comfortable on the treadmill than with dumbbells. Yeah, which I'm going to get.
0: Yeah. Um. Anything else? Anything else? Um. <laughs> okay, just lastly, what would you like people to say about you as a personal trainer?
1: Oh, why would I like people to say about me? Well, what you said, what those girls said okay. before CX is quite nice. You know, oh, she's yeah. cool. I want to do her class. I think I want I want people to say that I'm approachable. Yeah. And that, like you say, like, oh, she's cool or she's nice. Yeah. yeah that really, I think that's really cool. Because that's, that's my, my mission, to be approachable, and to make this exercise thing as normal as possible because i'm no athlete like i'm i'm not iron man yeah <laughs> athlete, you know <laughs> i don't do anything really really crazy out of the norm so i just want to make this very normalized and so making
0: it acceptable or accessible for more people accessible yeah yeah okay great yeah that's right awesome Well, thank you so much for coming on How's your last time again
1: Sanguinetti. Sanguinetti, is it?
0: Yeah, Italian. There you go, from France.
1: From France, that's right. (laughs) Hey, thanks for coming on
0: the show, bloody awesome. Thank you. Hope you enjoyed that interview. I I really enjoyed talking, sitting down talking with Nat, and just, as you can see, there's just some good insights, some really important topics in there, and um, yeah it was kind of I really enjoyed it so hopefully you got a lot from it uh if you want to follow Nat I'll put it in the show notes to the show notes for this episode on com, where you can follow her she's pretty big on Instagram she kind of does most of her work on Instagram she's on Facebook as well I don't think she's as maybe she has a group on Facebook but if you go to Instagram it's probably a good place to start so I'll put a link to that in the show notes for today's show at bevanjamesis.com uh, that's pretty much today's show done and dusted again if you want to become a patron of the show just go to bevanjamesisles.com click on podcast click on support me and then go through that process uh if you want to get my little videos that i send out each week keep active with bevan.co.nz and i just put your information in every sunday night i send out a video you can just watch that it's kind of like a five to seven minute video which is just kind of education and then other than that uh if you want to support the show you can also tell your friends and family do a, do a review on some podcatcher and yeah, I'll be back next week in a couple weeks with another Biven episode of the Bevan James Oz Show. Have a wonderful couple of weeks and as always, keep being you.